Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 120 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin a new week of study uh, of our Come Follow Me materials. Uh, We are uh, in the week of April the 25th uh, to March the 1st. Um, And this week is a little different. Uh, We are going to be covering Exodus chapter 24 uh, and also Exodus chapters 31 to 34. Now, you'll notice, of course, that we ended on 20 last week. So we are missing 21 to 23 and a bunch in the middle between 24 uh, and 31 as well. Now, you're going to find that as we go start to get our way through the Old Testament now, there's going to be a number of weeks where we skip out certain sections um, this is simply because the Old Testament is a huge book, and to study it in a year, we are not going to be able to cover every single chapter in this book. So the way I'm going to do this, and I know that other pod- study podcasts and things like that will be different, and of course your own study may well be different, you may well decide that you want to cover every chapter as you go through, and that's absolutely fine. We will cover... Uh, in this uh, study podcast, uh, the sections suggested in the Come Follow Me materials. And if we find that by the end of the week that we have a bit more time uh, to go back over anything found in the sections that we uh, that would be worthwhile mentioning, then we will do that. But we're going to give priority to the sections that are given to us um, and provided by the, the study materials in the Come Follow Me manual uh, and then go from there. So... That will be how we do it. Uh, we will make reference uh, to the the chapters we've missed, uh, as the Come Follow Me manual does. For example, it says, quote, There was reason to be hopeful that the children of Israel, Israel would remain true to God after he revealed his law to them. See Exodus chapters 20 to 23. So in the set chapters that we've just mi- we're going to miss now, um, the Lord goes into more detail about his law. And I suppose that we're not going into more detail about it ourselves uh, because um, some of the things that we talk about in those chapters just aren't that necessary for us. Um, it mentions about uh, specifics about the law, the death penalty, marriages in that time. It talks about eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth, which which I think for itself is quite interesting because we often talk about how um, that was replaced by uh, the law of Christ, um, how you shouldn't do eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, but turn the other cheek. Uh, but uh, we'll come back to that because there's an interesting point I want to make about that if we have the time. Uh, further things about property and then also the Sabbath day as well. So... Like I say, we'll come back to those chapters if we uh, if we have the time. But for now, the Lord has just given all these details. And in verse 3 of Exodus 24, it says, And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord hath said we will do. So they respond to this offering of this covenant. And they say that they will keep this covenant. It reminds you of uh, the people of King Benjamin in the Book of Mormon, collectively saying that they would keep this covenant. Uh, And the positive nature of that, in verse 4, it says, And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord and rose up early in the morning and builded an altar under the hill and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. So to 
um, to confirm or to show that they had accepted this covenant, uh, they did an ordinance. And of course, this is the same in our um, belief today, in, in, in the way that we follow the Saviour, in order to show that we are willing to take upon us the covenants uh, offered to us, we are baptised and we also partake of the sacraments each week. Um, notice that Moses wrote all of these words as well, that keeping a record was important. President Spencer W. Kimball taught, quote, On a number of occasions I have encouraged the saints to keep personal journals and family records. I renew that admonition. We may think there is little of interest or importance in what we personally say or do. But it is remarkable how many of our families, as we pass on down the line, are interested in all that we do and all that we say. Each of us is important to those who are near and dear to us. And as our posterity read of our life's experiences, they too will come to know and love us. And in that glorious day when our families are together, in the eternities we will already be acquainted. Close quote. I find it interesting that um, we often are told to keep a record, keep a journal of our doings and our lives, and very little, uh, you know, of the time we are very consistent with that. Um, I've fortunately been able to find a way to do this more in more detail uh, myself. Uh, my only issue with it is that, well, because I find it difficult to motivate myself to write things down at the end of a day. Uh, and I don't really have the time in the morning, but what I do have is a an app which helps me record my thoughts each and every day. Um, I've just got to think about how I'm going to get that um, from that app uh, to uh, a record. And I'm trying to, and I'm managing to save most of it over to a spreadsheet. Uh, and that will hopefully be preserved. And it should, well, that should be preserved uh, so that future generations can see it. Uh, but of course, you may well have different ways of doing that, and that's absolutely fine. But what I've, the point that is important to make here is that if Moses hadn't wrote these words, we wouldn't have had them, you know, in the previous chapters we've just read. In fact, if Moses or whoever it was that wrote these words that we are reading right now did not write them down, we wouldn't have that now. If the uh, the people in the Book of Mormon times did not keep the records that they did, we wouldn't have the Book of Mormon today. It is important that we make a record of the things that we learn and the experiences that we have so that future generations can learn and, and develop and grow from them and hopefully avoid the mistakes that we make uh, in our days as well. Um, Moses then uh, sends young men of the children of Israel and they make peace offerings, uh, sacrifices to the Lord. And uh, he takes half the blood and puts it in basins and half the blood he sprinkles on the altar. He then reads uh, the what the Lord has said, and they agree again. And then in verse 8, we have a very interesting uh, image uh, that happens uh, between Moses and the people. In verse 8, it says, And Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, Behold, and said, Behold the blood of the covenant which the Lord hath made with you concerning all these words. Now, this is obviously a uh, very... Uh, graphic thing to do, sprinkle blood on the people uh, to show the covenants made between them and the Lord. And of course, we today at our sacrament meetings do not uh, get sprinkled in blood. Uh, it would be the, the, the laundry bills would be uh, pretty extortionate if we were to do that every week. Uh, but uh, thinking about the symbolic, the symbolic nature of this, 
This is them receiving the blood of the Saviour. And of course, in all the things in the Old Testament that we are studying, we need to look and seek Jesus, look for and seek Jesus in all that we are looking at and studying. And um, this is a perfect example of a symbolic act, which represents them taking upon them the blood of the Saviour, receiving his atonement um, so that they can be cleansed. And of course, you know, when you think about blood, you don't necessarily think that it is a cleansing agent. But when we obviously apply this or link this with the atoning blood of our Saviour and what he did for his people uh, and how his blood and how he bled from every pore and how we represent his blood uh, in the sacraments uh, with the water, um, the, the, the links to his um, sacrifice and the sacraments are very, very clear. And so today uh, we now partake of the sacraments and we symbolically um, not only have the blood of Christ sprinkled upon us, but we 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 take it into our bodies um, and we want to internalize that. We want to get that atonement as close to our souls as we can because it can then cleanse us and sanctify us. Um, and it's just a beautiful um, symbol or, meta or a symbolic um, thing that we have take place. Um, Moses, uh, Aaron, Nadab and, and Abihu and 70 of the elders of Israel then go up uh, to the to the mount uh, and they go on to um, see the Lord. Uh, and in verse 11, it says, and upon the nobles of the children of Israel, he laid not his hand. Also, they saw God and did and did eat and drink. So 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 some individuals saw God. Uh, and this is obviously uh, a recognition or a point that people can see the Lord. Um, of course, they have to be prepared to do so. They have to be um, transfigured and sanctified so that they are able to take um, to receive that glory. Uh, but they can see the Lord and he has, he has a form, a body. And so uh, that is, of course, um, something which is a great blessing to them that they were able to see. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for studying today. I can't believe the time's already up. Uh, we'll continue with the rest of uh, section 20, uh, chapter 24 uh, tomorrow and then go on to the next chapters. Um, thank you for sharing your time with us. Please share what you've studied on the Facebook group. And until we meet again.